Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. So here we are in the bottom of the ninth inning. Two outs and running first base. Mark Knudsen, the tall right-hander, trying to nail this one down. He has thrown a gem to this point. Eight and two-thirds innings, giving up just three hits and looking for his fourth complete game for the seat and perhaps to secure his 15th victory. He's got a 3-1 to one lead here in the bottom of the ninth, but at the plate is the guy who has two of those hits, Manny Randawa. A single to center and a double to right so far. Knutson into his windup. Here's the pitch, and he throws a fastball right by Randawa for strike one. Randawa a bit tardy on that swing. Now we're ready for the next pitch. The windup, and here it comes. There's a swing and a long one. Into the gap in right center field, way back towards the wall. It's off the wall. Bichette can't get there. He's chasing it down, and out of nowhere comes Ellis Burke. He'll get to the ball first. The run's going to score. Randall is around second. He's digging for three. Here comes the throw from Burks. It's going to be close. Here's the slide. It's it's the park-adjusted Rockies podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Mark Knudsen and Manny Randall. For Colorado Rockies fans, they've had a chance to see exactly how championship baseball gets played by two NL West division rivals. So the question now is, how do the Rockies reach the level of play that was just put on display by the Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants? I'm former Rockies pitcher Mark Knutson. He's MLB.com's Manny Rendawa. Before we get to how Manny would build the Rockies roster for 2022, let's look back at that amazing five-game series between the Dodgers and the Giants, Manny, because that really was a classic example of how to play baseball. That was one of the great series I think we've ever seen. Um, And it was just so much fun. I'm glad it went five. Too bad about how it ended, uh, as everybody's made note. Right. Um, but uh, honestly, it, it was, you know, it was great baseball. I think you're right in, in, in that, that that was the theme. It was good baseball all yep. the way around. Yep. It was taught games for every other game was like a one run game. I know some some there were a couple there that they uh, Dodgers won a couple Dodgers of Dodgers blew it out. And yeah. uh, but but the I mean, you know, the bottom line was we got the, the, the historic aspect of it was there because they had never met in the postseason yep. uh, and their ancient rivals. And then uh, add to that the uh, the fact that they I mean, uh, hundred uh, 213 wins yeah. between them. Crazy. Unbelievable. So, yeah, Crazy. that's that was the model. That's a great model for what the Rockies should aspire to. Well, let's touch real quick on how it ended, because that was a terrible call. Obviously, it wasn't a swing and everybody you can see it in live time. I mean, we knew it wasn't a swing, but yeah. for the, for, and, and I get the aspect. People say, well, you never know what could happen. But come on. Wilmer Flores is 0 for 17 off Max Scherzer lifetime. Well, he'd have yeah, been down. He'd I mean, have been down honest- one or two, and I mean, that did not cost the Giants the series. 
No, and I think I, I really I think I, I appreciate what Gabe Kapler said afterward. He said um, we didn't lose that series because of that call. Right. There were other reasons, and yeah. he's right. And you know, it, 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 again, you know, a series, especially a, a playoff series, should not end on a call like that. Correct. That's, that's that's clear. But you can also say at the same time that it's not like the giant. It's not like you knew that the Giants were going to come back and win that. It was two outs, right. Max Scherzer on the mound. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I, it's so, yeah, I get what you're saying there. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a conversation just yeah. like the, you know, the robo up conversation has yeah. gone on for yeah. a long time. And I think the right. check swing thing is going to be the same way, kind of having, you know, the idea of having, you know, we use lasers for, for, um, for static casting. So, you know, having the idea of having a laser, uh, and whether the bat crosses over or not sort of thing. I mean, there, there are technical issues with all this stuff, but eventually I think we get there. Well, that's my point, too, about the whole robo-umpires. We'll do that another time. But um, the umpires, I don't think we should replace the umpires with, with robot umpires. You but can't get rid of them. You could give no. them the same technology the fans at home have. And, and I, let me say this, too. I, I feel bad for the umpires yeah. because, um, you know, I, I, saw, I saw a graph recently that they're actually better now than they have been in yeah, years probably. past. Probably. And the problem is, is that we have that box now, mm-hmm. that strike zone, yep. and we and and we cannot tolerate a missed call because we know we missed it, you yep. know. And before, yep. it, back in the days when you know you didn't have that box, you'd accept it because it's like, yep. all right, as long as he's calling it both ways, right? You know, exactly it, right. Human error is is it is, but now we know we can have better, and so we're impatient for it. And I get that. I, and I know and so you're a young guy, but you're an old soul. When it comes to baseball, well, yeah, that's I the love way most I, feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm for the the um, automated strike zone because we can have it because we have the technology that right. we're close to. You know, we're we, we I, right. I imagine we're close to getting there, so that we should have it. But the umpires should stay there. The, yeah. the you know, the technology is not going to cover everything. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely for the best selection of autographs and memorabilia from your favorite sports stars, mm-hmm. past and present. Look no further than DenverAutographs.com. Find what you're, you're after on the web or either at either of their two metro locations, Colorado Mills Mall and Flatirons Mall, Broncos, Rockies, Avs, Nuggets, much, much more. It's all at denverautographs.com. So, Manny, time for you to play general manager. This is the all Rocky, right. the, the park-adjusted Rockies podcast, so we want to make this Rockies-centric, even though we'd like to be uh, focused on the postseason. We'll do that another time. But um, let's just say Bill Schmidt didn't want the job, and they hired Manny Randall to be the general manager of the Colorado Rockies. Um, universe is that in, but anyway, uh, well, okay, for the sake you, of and you've got to go about putting together a 26 man roster. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's going to be more than that uh, as the season goes along. You have guys from the minor leagues you need to bring up, but to start the season, a 26 man roster, um, there'll be injuries in spring training that alter that and all that. But so, just for the sake of argument, let's look at 26 man roster, okay? Um, let's start with who's who's still here and who you want to keep here on the, uh, this current group. We've talked yeah. a lot about a bunch of 4A guys who are you know, borderline major league, minor league players, probably too good. I mean, the guy that pops to mind instantly for me is Josh Fuentes, MVP yeah. in the Pacific Coast League. Too good for that league, but hasn't produced at the big league level. Right. Um, I think the Rockies have several guys like that, or Mel Tapia, several guys like that. Who stays and who shouldn't stay? Well, you know, I think uh, the, uh, some of the obvious guys to stay would be Brandon Rogers. Um, you know, what he did, uh, you know, after coming up it was remarkable. I think yep. that was a, a really pleasant, uh, development for the Rockies. I know it's three years late because of all the injuries and everything and the, the luck he's had, but he was very good. He showed power. His swing was uh, a thing of beauty at at times when, when he would, uh, I mean, that he had a lightning, he, had a light, he has a lightning yeah. quick bat. And at times mm-hmm. some of those home runs were just things of beauty. And I think he's, he's obviously, he's, he's, he's the obvious guy. Yeah. Um, Sam Hilliard, 
you know, you're going to bring him back. That guy just has too much raw power and too much. We talked about it before. If you can't develop this guy into something, you know, that's on you uh, as a, as a team, because this guy has the raw stuff to do it. Ryan McMahon, obviously, um, uh, Elise Diaz, Elise Diaz has got to be back. He's, he's 30 and he's, uh, he, he showed he could hit, you know, and that's a, that's a, you know, honestly, if you can be a league average hitter, and I think he was a little bit above that league average hitter uh, from the catcher spot for the Rockies. I mean, they've never had, I mean, they haven't had that in never, ever, ever, maybe never, never. never. And so uh, that's, you got to have him back. Uh, Obviously, uh, you know, we're going to have the, you know, the starting rotation, I think is going to stay the same. Um, Mark is gone, but gray Freeland sends a tell us tell, obviously they just extended Uh, gray. They, you know, gray, they'll get something done with gray. I think because he wants to come back. And the other three guys are, are under contract. So, um, and as far as the, you know, the, 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 the big part of the, the, the big part of this is the bullpen because yep. um, what a disaster, right? So yeah. Carlos Estevez, I have back Tyler Kinley, Robert Stevenson was pretty impressive. Lucas Gilbreth, Jordan Sheffield. Those are the guys that I have back. And then off the, on the bench, uh, Connor Joe, uh, Rymel Tapia, Colton Welker and Garrett Hampson. Okay. I didn't hear Charlie Blackman's name. He is a free agent, but he has Charlie Bla- Yeah, yeah, that's just obvious. I just skipped okay. over. Yeah, Charlie okay. Blackman. Yeah. He's a free agent. Um, if he decides he wants to leave, he could leave. Well, he's gonna he's gonna opt in. Yeah, you would think, but what if they go to Charlie Blackman and say we want you to be the full time DH? I think you would do it. Yeah, and I and I think that that would be great because um, you know that that's he's he's needed that role. He needed to be in that role for three years. Yes, now. <laughs> we we've agreed on so. that multiple yeah. times so um, that would be good for him and i think if it, you know if i were him I, i'm not him and i don't right. you know deserve to be in that spot but he's a guy that i think if he if you asked that if you asked him um if that you could save your knees out there in right field mm-hmm. you could save your body uh i, I gotta say that at this that's point, a no-brainer yeah at this point it's a no-brainer i mean i i know in the past he said i don't want to be a dh i want to play every day but but yeah. even told me that a couple yeah. years ago but well, actually three years ago but it makes too much sense that his. I've talked to guys, you know, like for the, the book, you know, and like yeah. Ellsberg's, for example, like he's like, man, they wanted me to move to right field, you know, when I was in Boston. And I thought that would have been, I thought that was like a demotion because they wanted to bring Brady Anderson up. But, you know, I, I really should have done it because that would have saved my, saved a lot of my injury, my knee injuries later. Yeah. So yeah. Um, once you get to a certain point, he was young then, but once you get yeah. to a certain point, it becomes, I think, a no brainer. I think so too. But no, Rockies have another free agent that's been, Rarely mentioned. Ian Desmond is a, is a free agent. Uh, yeah. Is Ian Desmond? Now you've talked you know, to Ian Desmond. Is he know, retired? Is he retired or is he going to I haven't back? talked to him. I haven't talked to him since, uh, since he was last on the roster. Um, so I, I, I don't know, you know, that's a good question. I haven't even thought of that, but I, if I had to guess, I think he's done. You, you know, think, I wouldn't think, you? I, yeah, I think it's hard to, it's hard. I mean, you know, better than anybody. It's hard to, um, it, it would be hard to leave yeah. the game. And then come back. Well, Daniel Bard did it, so maybe there's. Bard did it. I mean, there's some guys who've done it, but yeah. I don't know that two Desmond years. has the desire to do it. Right. You know, two I years mean, he's been gone. He seems, uh, yeah, he's two years. You're right. Yeah, he seems years. to be a guy that uh, his priorities are elsewhere, yep. and that's a that's a that's, that's a uh, admirable quality. So, yeah. you know, yeah, he, I, he, I think he, probably he turned down a lot of money um, for the last two mm-hmm. seasons. Yeah. Uh, and still this year won the Rockies Roberto Clemente award. I don't know if that, what that says about the organization or about Desmond himself. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe nobody else was out doing anything in the community, but Desmond he was is, Desmond is a, is a heavyweight in that, in yeah, that department. He, is. he certainly so. is. He certainly is. So that, those are the guys uh, you, you think John Gray's coming back. We've talked about Trevor yeah. story ad nauseum. The, the qualifying offer will come in December as we've talked about. 
Um, a qualifying offer for Trevor Story, we should note, would just about be the same salary he's made this past year. It'd be it's still eighteen yeah. plus. Yeah. So yeah, what, what, if, what if the Rockies said we'll give you a couple extra mil if you uh, you know we'll give you twenty? Is he's that going to sign back? And then well, I mean for, for the one for, year for one year for one year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. I mean, yeah. just sweeten, sweeten the pot on the qualifying offer. Just sure, yeah, bit. give them twenty-one million or twenty-two yeah. million, yeah. and say stay here for a year. I mean, yeah, but honestly, the, the the thing is, is that from their perspective, he's, you know, I got to think that they're thinking because they retained him, they're thinking, um, you know, I know they said, you know, Bill Bill said that, you know, we didn't have any offers that were worth taking, yeah. or whatever, but um, and I don't know, how, you know, I don't know, but it, it's. It's it's just that he's not long for Colorado. Right. He's not going to be here long, and um, I think that the qualifying offer, because it's what it is, and because, like you said, he does have some incentive to yep. take it. Yep. I would just I would just see, probably leave it at that. And if I'm Bill Schmidt, though, I'm thinking I can trade him next July and get a lot more than I'm going to get a compens- yeah, you know, that, draft pick. That's right? a, that's a great point because if you if you, yeah give him a couple extra million there yeah. so that you can you can end up you can end up getting some known quantities back right. that's the thing about the draft picks like you can yeah. pick, you can draft and develop guys but why not you know this is why I was I was surprised and I think the rest of the baseball world was surprised they didn't trade them because yep. when you get somebody back that has already been in the system and is close to major league ready you know yep. what they are yeah you know? yeah so, exactly yeah none of that yeah. made any sense at all so who knows it could take a weird twist again in December. All right, so probably those are, will. It's the Rockies. It probably will. <laughs> <laughs> those are the Rockies uh, guys, basically, we talk about. Yeah. I don't know if there's anybody. And we know Crone is, is back, obviously, back, because yeah. they signed him, which is a good move. Uh, and Anybody in the farm system that is, has caught your attention, because I know you pay attention to that stuff, too, who yeah. might crack this roster next year? The guy they got in the, in the Nolan Arnauto trade, Elihuris Montero, the third baseman. Mm-hmm. Um, that dude tore up double-A uh, AA and triple-A last year. He got promoted to Albuquerque in the middle of the season. And hit like 22 homers. And so this guy, I think, it, it, obviously it's going to depend on his spring showing, but I think he's a guy that would is definitely a possibility to crack that roster. Um, and so that that would be a, a pleasant – between him and Austin, you know, if Austin Gomber continues to do what we've seen him do so far, and you've got this kid at third base who's who's hitting who, – who can handle, you know, his – holding his own at the major league level. Right. Honestly, that, that trade starts looking better and better, you know, yeah. it's so good for, well, there's only one way for that trade to go, go in the eyes of the bugs up. It's already at the bottom. It helps that the bar is at the bottom. Right. right? Yeah, right, right. exactly. Um, Ramel Tapia, um, you know, some of these other guys, um, Dia, yeah, there's certain guys that are in one uh, category. That, are, that are they all like, back for sure? Is, is it going to be a competition think, for some of those think, guys? Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think Tapia and Hampson, um, Hampson, it's it's like Daza, you know, Daza, those Daza is the odd man out, I think. But yeah. those guys are Tapia has has shown the problem with with Tapia is is that he's a he's a ground ball machine. We we disagree right. on this. Yeah, no, he's a ground ball machine, and um, you know, yeah. yeah, leg it out type of thing. But I've seen what he can do. He can, he has exit velocity in that bat. He's yeah. hit the ball 107, 108 miles an hour off the bat um again you can't it's not like you can easily tweak this stuff in the offseason but well, the bottom line I, is he's not a, he's not a guy that gets on base enough right. to he, he walked more yep. um, but he's not a guy that you know you have to you have to it's like billy the billy hamilton problem except he's much better than billy hamilton billy hamilton was not on next, defense he's not not, not on, on defense. defense. No. Oh, defensively, no. I'm, I'm meaning getting on base. Right. Billy Hamilton's got like a 289, you know, on career on base percentage. And that's right. like, man, with your wheels, ah. Oh, yeah. 
what yeah, could you do if exactly, you got on base? Exactly. So, no, exactly. He's going to be. He's going to have to compete for the spot. And and Garrett Hampson. I mean, I think Tapia can. Tapia will get a roster spot. I think Hampson might have to. Might have some competition. Well, there's guys who have a lot of work to do in the offseason. Off Hampson, sure Hilliard, do, yeah. about learning the strike zone and about what to swing at. This team. Garrett Hampson out struck out 117 yeah. times in 147. Yeah games yeah, yeah that's awful and he was awful on the road i mean they and that's they, and, got some and 147 games is just you know he usually got one at bat in those games or yep. two at bats yep. in those games you yeah, know he's he's de- they've got a lot of work to do and, and this takes me back another topic for a future podcast uh, the rockies need a new hitting coach they just need a new approach at the plate they've got an old school yeah, you guy talked about there, that and um, old school guy you know, who, who's not been very successful anywhere he's been as a hitting coach middle middle of the road kind of thing they just need an upgrade at that at that position. well you know and those guys well, I think need something to work with in the offseason I think we're, you know, once the World Series is over, I think there, there could be, you know, I don't know with the Rockies, but I know around the league, there's going to be news flying about who's coming yeah. back and who's not. And um, depending on the dynamics of, of uh, that front office, when Breitich was there, et cetera, et cetera, is it different now? Um, if it is, that's a great question. If it is, you might see changes at the hitting coach level. Yeah. You might, because then if, the, if, if guys, you know, if there were people who didn't have their, you know, didn't have their say and are having their say now, depending on what they think. I mean, if they like it, they like Magadan, they like Magadan. You can't like, but, you know, results. it's, it's, it's not, can't. yeah, it's, it's just you not, can't. it's not a, I, I think that one's totally up in the air. Cause I don't know either way. If, if yeah. we're going to see Dave Magadan come back. Bill Schmidt uh, has promised that things aren't going to change very much, which is not music to the ears of Rockies fans. They're going to keep their philosophy, which means that if there are additions via the free agent market, they'll probably be guys on the downhill side. Is that fair? Yeah. Um, you're not going to see them throw big money. At, and the list of free agents, if people just go on the alliance, see the list of free agents to be, it's, it's astronomical. Yeah. Um, the entire San Francisco Giants starting lineup is basically <laughs> going to be a free agent. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of them out there, a lot of people to choose from. I mean, there's huge names. Nolan's name's on there still, but he's already said he's not opting out. Right. Um, Clayton Kershaw, Trevor Bauer. Stops. Yeah. yeah. All, I mean, it's ridiculous. Zach Grink, he's, a, uh, you know, I don't, he's damaged goods at the moment, but he's going to be a free agent. So, there's a lot of guys out there, but there's some names that I caught. There's eight names in particular I saw on there, and I want to go down your list too, but there are eight names I thought yeah. that might make some level of sense for the Colorado Rockies, okay. okay? Given the fact they've got to be low cost and, and how could they fit in? I'll start with the right. uh, starting pitcher. And I know you say the starting pitcher is in good shape, and it is, but Kevin Gossman is a local product. And he's a free agent. He was an all-star. Sure. Didn't have a big salary number going into this. He'll get a nice raise, obviously. That's an interesting it. thought. He it, but he's a local guy, and he's pitched here, and he's like Kyle Freeland, and he knows this environment, and he's not going to be. I'll tell you a story it. with Kyle, uh, with uh, Kevin Gosman. I remember when he was about to make his first ever start here at Coors Field a yep. couple of years ago, and he got rained out yep. or snowed out or something. Um, but I was talking to him about it, and he said he had this um, this uh, kid's book, Rocky's book, when he was mm-hmm. a kid. And it had one of those cutouts where you could you have a Rockies player's body, cartoon body, and you have a cutout there. And you can put your face in there, a picture of you in there. And he says his mom still has that. It's got his picture in there. And it's just so, you know, hey, mom's mom's I, tough to say no to. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's it's a it's a you know, if there's a if, if they bring him home, um, you know, he's 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 shown what he can do now. I mean, he's a, he's a completely different pitcher than he was in Baltimore. It's always a uh, risky because you don't know what a guy's going to do when he gets to the, uh, Colorado, but he pitched here, you know, so yeah. you never know. Another That's local, an interesting one. That's intriguing. Another local product. Who's a free agent who had a pretty good season this year is Pierce Johnson with the Padres. Yeah. And I've talked to Pierce about this. He went to faith Christian high school. Um, that's in the league I coach in now. So I, I talked to Pierce once in a while in the off season. 
uh, had a year in Japan, I believe, last year during the pandemic year or before that. Has pitched a lot in the, in the Giants. Now, again, had a pretty good year. Came up with a new pitch. Had a pretty good year for the Padres. Another local guy. Another guy who wouldn't be afraid of the situation, the environment. Would the Rockies make a run at Pierce Johnson to help that bullpen? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, uh, you know, that's one of those things. You know, the Rockies have always tended to, you know, to favor guys, obviously, who pitched, especially pitchers who pitched in Colorado. And that Absolutely makes sense. Should. Absolutely. Um, and you need bullpen help. So it's kind of don't overthink it yeah. sort of thing, you know. And so I can see that happening. Absolutely. A couple other guys who uh, have pitched, at least pitched well here, if not aren't from here. But uh, Kirby Yates is going to be a free agent. With yeah. the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, he's pitched well. A little for the older Padres on the older side, but yeah. Yeah, and then there's one one other other name pitcher I was you. Adam Ottavino is going to be a free agent. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. He's uh, he's not getting any younger, but no, you know but... he's 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 a guy that's that was that was successful here. Yep, absolutely, you know? absolutely. And so that's that's what you look at a little bit. I mean, you know, it's three two three years ago now, but so it's yep. a, it's kind of a risk. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a guy who's familiar with the organization. He's a guy who's familiar with having to you know, working in a pitch, basically in a pitching lab of his, of yep. his own making to figure out how to pitch here. And he did that. A guy who would be a, a suitable replacement if Charlie Blackman decided to go somewhere else. That's probably not going to happen. But if he did, another guy who'd fit into that same mold is a free agent, Corey Dickerson, a Rocky. Yeah, a former Rocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corey Dickerson, you know, he's, you know, I, I, what did he do last year? Let's see. I didn't. Because, because he was, a, he's always been a guy to me that, um, has produced. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. you know, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's always, he's generally a, a above average league hitter, even yep. into his thirties. I mean, this year, yeah. I mean, he, he didn't get hitter. much, he didn't play much. I don't know. I mean, he might've been hurt, but he didn't play much, but he did, uh, you know, he, he's, he's a guy who'll give you a, he, he can give you an 800 OPS and they'll, and they'll get him for cheap. Um, yeah. uh, you know, he, I, I've always said when he was coming up, he was the worst outfielder I've ever seen. He was just yeah. dreadful. He ended up winning a gold glove somewhere at Tampa <laughs> or wherever he was. Yeah, um, right. I remember that. But that was two years ago. he's a DH. There's no doubt he's a DH, but he, you mm-hmm. know, he might be somebody to take a look at. Somebody else to take I a like look it. at. If you're looking for veteran leadership, what about Andrew McCutcheon? He's a free agent. Could he wow. be, could he be got for low cost? Is he, he's on the downhill side. What is he 34 now? Something like that. Um, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that it, it, he's probably going to want to look, he's probably going to want a three-year deal, but he's not going to, he might not get that. And nope. so, yeah, he's 34. He's going to age 35 season. You can get it, maybe get him for two and, two and 24, yeah. 26, something like that. And um, that's a, that's a good call. He, 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 he was, you know, he did hit 27 homers this year. That's mm-hmm. the thing we were worried about his power a little bit because mm-hmm. um, you know, he had a, he had kind of a, in the power department, kind of a down year in uh, let's see here. Well, yeah. I mean, he kind of had a down year in 20, the last full season was 2019, right? He, yep. He's injured. He only played in 59 right. games. So it's, it, it was kind of hard to tell what you're going to get from him. Yeah, uh, he's not he's not going to be anything near what he used to be, but he is. You got the veteran leadership. He's an outfielder. He can hit. Um, he can still hit. There's uh, a guy. He, there's a guy that brings you all the intangibles that Ian Desmond was supposed to bring you to, right? Yeah, I mean, he's got the he. You know, as far as a clubhouse vibe, he would fit really well here. I think. The last guy I have on my list, it just kind of out, out there, is Tommy Pham. Uh, there's mm-hmm. another guy who can can put up. He's done really good things in Coors Field in the past. They yeah. took a flyer on Matt Kemp during the during the COVID year, which was a, a joke. Fam is a lot better than that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, do you see the Rockies going after anybody in that category? Um, I can see that. Uh, the guys you mentioned, they're certainly not out of the realm of possibility. None of them. I think that uh, 
you know, the, the one that out of the ones that you that you mentioned, the, I think that the most likely out of that group would probably be. Um, I, I like say, I like the McCutcheon idea. Yeah. I'm going to say Pierce Johnson's the most likely. Yeah, I mean, I'm in position yeah. players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as far as yeah, yeah, yeah. bullpen help is is a must. So yeah, right, I mean, right. if if you're choosing between the position players and the pitchers, okay. yeah. So, and 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 what I what I have here as far as free agents yeah. on my who list you, is who would you? So I only I, I I have three. I have a I have the way I did it is not so much possibilities of, but here's how I would do the off season. Yep. Here's how I do it. Um, I would make one big purchase, and okay. relatively big purchase, and then the rest is one or two year deals on bullpen guys. Okay. Bullpen guys are, uh, this is going to be fun for Rockies fans. Archie Bradley, uh, hmm. two and 22 and uh, two years, 22 million. Steve, Steve Ciszek has been, has defied age. He's the, you know, he's kind of like the uh, Adam Nietzsche. Wainwright of the bullpen. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one at one year, 20, 12 million, one year, 12 million. TJ McFarland, left-hander for the Cardinals. He, he had a nice bounce back year last year. So I, I, I like, I'd give him two years and, you know, 20, 22 million, yeah. something like that. And then um, as far as that, that would, that would be my guys that I, that I bring in for the bullpen. As far as uh, you need a, you need a bat and um, I, the, the money. Well, I would before, spend... before we, before we go there, I want to ask you of the guys you've mentioned, now, you rebuilt the bullpen. Who's your closer? Yeah. Who's your closer? Um, yeah. At this point, I, I think, I think I would really not name a closer in the spring because I would okay. leave it open for competition. But I think in the end, it's probably going to be Estevez. Um, you're going to probably try to go to him and to continue to make him that guy because you've been, you were, you've been trying to make him that guy. And he wasn't, too ba- he wasn't too bad right. if you look at the overall numbers. Um, right. But that's one of those things that I think is up for completely up for grabs in spring. Yeah, that makes sense. They've talked, people have talked about Craig Kimbrell coming here and he, no way. such a weird year. I can't see that happening, but, yeah. um, and oh, Daniel, bat, Bard, bat, Daniel Bard's done. In your Bard's mind? done. I, I can't, I wouldn't bring Bard back. Um, great story, you know, um, that with the one year and that will forever be a great story, but Hey, yep. he still is 38, you know, whatever. And yep. it's not easy to do what he did. It was kind of a, an amazing thing. And, yep. and now that, that it seems like that might be, he might be done. So, okay. so let's get to those position players. That big, bat, big purchase. So, you want to so, talk about. so the bat is Chris Taylor. He's thirty-one, Ooh. going into his thirty-one age, thirty-one season. He can Ooh. play. He can play the infield. Hey, he can play the anywhere, outfield, yeah. and uh, he can hit. He hit. Uh, he you had uh, twenty homers this year. Uh, you know, so four. I would give him four years because he's thirty. I would give him four years and sixty-five million, and wow. then uh, to bring him because he's going to command after what he's done in this postseason, after what he did during the season as far as his power numbers. Mm-hmm. I think he'll command something like that. Um, so, so in order to outbid someone else, I think that's what you'd have to. And do. where does he play? Left field to start. Here's my lineup. I'll give you my lineup. It's uh, leading off Chris Taylor and left second batting second, Brandon Rogers at short batting third, Sam Hilliard. I'm assuming Trevor's gone, but you will, you'll assume he's not, but uh, batting third, Sam Hilliard center field, batting fourth, CJ Crone at first base, fifth, Ryan McMahon, second base, sixth, Charlie Blackman. Uh, You know, I I just completely, he's DH. I completely niffed on the whole dh thing i just i had the yeah. i had the pitcher spot in here so i'll have to add add, add another one right. then elahuris montero hitting seventh mm, okay. at third wow okay i think he's gonna make the club out of spring training this kid is he, he's hitting right. the ball well he's hit the ball well. uh and then i'd, I'd, ha- I'd i would fill in one more here and then i'd have elias diaz at catcher but i, I guess i have where's, a spot now because where's ryan mcmahon playing mcmahon was at second oh, okay. um so we have taylor and left hilliard in center right 
uh, we need a right fielder. And so, you know, that the thing about the, the DH is you have a, a little chance to, to maybe, maybe even add another, that's another, a McCutcheon. That's a McCutcheon type. Yep. Um, and, uh, and then I have got at third, I've got, um, McMahon or, um, uh, Montero. Right. Then I have, uh, Rogers at short McMahon at second Cron at first oh, Diaz behind the plate. Okay. I, I could see that. And if you rolled out, a, if, how would Rockies fans respond if you rolled out an opening day lineup that had McCutcheon in right field and Chris Taylor in left field? That I think they'd love it. I do, I, too. I, I, I do too. You know, McCutcheon is on the down slope, but again, this is the Rockies. I mean, they, they, a retread is going to be, right. you know, it's going to be one. You know, thing. they're going to bring one in there. They yeah, always do. And, and Taylor is the guy. Taylor is the guy where it's like, um, you still have him in his prime. He's, he's at the back of his prime. But he's a guy who it, it's kind of it's kind of perfect in a sense because he's a guy who's kind of flown under the radar for yeah. most of the time, but has a lot of postseason experience. Big innings was experience. an all star this year. Was an all star. His power numbers were good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a guy that, and, and he can steal bases too. I think Here's, this is a guy that could that could give you. You know, Trevor did twenty twenty. Trevor's a yeah. thirty thirty guy. This I think I think Chris Taylor is a twenty twenty guy. I agree with that, and I, and I think here's the, here's what I'd say. Chris Taylor had his career resurrected when he went to the Dodgers. A lot of guys have. Max Muncy yeah. has too, right? Yep. And I think that's the part of the coaching and development part that the Rockies are missing. Right. The Rockies don't have a hitting coach. That could, Chris Taylor is the launch angle guy, right? He's an analytics mm-hmm. guy. How's he going to fit in over here if the Rockies still have Dave Madden yeah. as their hitting coach? Well, yeah, I mean, I, it's a big if, if, yep. if Madden is back. But if he is, um, the thing is, is that he's – Taylor has done what he needs to do to be successful. So he knows what right. it is. Um, I think the, the problem is that when you have guys coming up to the Rocky system who haven't gotten that, haven't gotten there, they haven't gotten to that successful point. They need the development. They need that hitting coach to, to really absolutely guide them in that direction. But the problem is if you don't have that, then you're going to, you're going to become a future Dodger. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, uh, off the scrap heap and, and they're going to, they're going to make you into Max Muncy or, yeah. uh, um, well, there was another one that they've had guys that they've yes. had multiple guys that, that they basically, well, Justin Turner, Justin Turner is the other yeah. guy. And so, you know, guys who basically were just an afterthought and right. you, you, the Dodgers, they bring in the Dodgers organization suddenly, suddenly they are slugging and they're playing major roles in the postseason and getting the club to the world series and everything else. So Taylor, Given the, the the his pedigree as far as the or his resume as far as like where he's been, in in terms of the big games, uh, there's a little element of leadership there too. I'm, yes. I don't know the guy. Then they're done as, that. Then they're done that show, kind show of thing. Show off the World he, Series rings. Not, yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's a you know a very uh, a verbose, talkative guy. Uh, that very demonstrative guy, but yeah, that's one of those things. Like you know, Don Baylor didn't have to be that guy either, right? You know, and he wasn't a talker, but boy, did he did he make an impression with people command, command and Chris respect. isn't that way, but he, I think in a different way, he can quietly make that impression among younger players that this is a guy who's been there. What's it like, you know, how, how did you do this? How did you, how did you, here's the other thing too, is how did you, how did you change your swing? What did you do? Yeah. You know, how did you make this happen? And that could be, you know, he could be himself a, a kind of a, kind of an unofficial hitting coach. So, and let's um, not, let's not forget this. You also take him away from the Dodgers. And you take them away from the Dodgers. Yeah. And so that's a plus, right? Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, Taylor, Rogers, Hilliard, Crone, McMahon, yeah. Black and Ontario, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it, it looks okay. It you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not a super formidable lineup, but it looks okay. If you get Hilliard to start being uh, what he could be, out yes. less and being what he could be. And if Crone, if this isn't a one-off thing for Crone, 
then you've really got something. Cause I, th- yeah. I really think Rogers is going to keep hitting. Taylor's going to keep hitting. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, McMahon, you know, he had a bad second half, but if he, if he had kind of just, you know, coasted in the second half, he would have had 30 homers. Yeah, so you're right. last year. So I think okay. that that's, uh, that's interesting. Anybody on this roster, anybody in this farm system that is tradable. I mean, trades might be a better option for Rockies inside and free agent guys. We haven't even talked yeah. about that. There'll be guys yeah. out there on the market that can be traded. I mean, there's a lot of free agents, but again, there's a collective bargaining agreement being worked out right now. We hope it's right. done before next season, but when, we don't know what that's going to look like. And we don't know what the free agent market's going to look like. Trades are always going to be available, right? right? So are there anybody, is there anybody out there? First of all, the Rockies going to have to have somebody to trade. Um, right. They don't have Trevor to trade. Um, obviously you don't have Nolan to trade. Who's tradable on this roster that the Rockies could do without? Well, you know, at this point, um, the problem is, is that the Rockies have so many guys that don't project well because yes. they, 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 you know, projections we've gone, you know, around the bend with projections, but projections are something every team does. And I'm sure they use them also when they're thinking about the trade market. Um, and, and when they see guys like Jonathan Daza yeah. or they see guys like Dom Nunez, or they see guys, see guys like, uh, Rymel Tapia, Tapia, you know, the thing about guys like Toppy and Hampson is like, if you're the Dodgers or somebody, you know, you're not going to trade with the Dodgers, but if you're a team like that, where they have that ability to turn guys into something that they weren't before, yep. Eric Hampson, his, his wheels, man. I mean, if you yep. could just, if you could get him to figure out how to get on base, that's a guy that could be very, you know, very, um, and learn the strikes. Interesting. He could bring you value. Um, yep. You know, Tapia is a guy I think that's going to become, if the, if they do go out and get a, a corner outfield, or I think that Tapia is quickly becomes very expensive. Yeah, but is he does he have trade value? I don't know if he has trade yeah, value. Right. That's the thing. Is that's that a big I mean? If. Yeah, and so you know he hit. You know he's he's not. You know he hit two two seventy something or whatever. But his OPS plus was like like eighty. You know, so it's like he doesn't have the sabermetric cachet at yeah. all. I wonder. He, I wonder yeah. too. Um, how many clubs out there look at these guys and say, you know. He's being taught wrong. He's not being coached up. If yeah. we get a hold of that guy, we can turn him into something. I don't and think the Rockies are... help themselves in that in that kind of reputation department, right. uh, given all that they've been through and done or haven't done in the last few years. And that could very well be a thing. Like we look at that team as they don't know what they're doing, really. And if that's the case, they don't have any discernible sense of direction. And if, right. if that's the case, maybe we can take this guy and turn him into something. And if we yeah. have kind of some we have a little bit of um, superf- a superfluous, uh, you know, if we have a guy who's superfluous for us in the farm, uh, farm system or, or close to the major league level or whatever, let's, let's give him a well, shot. You know, you know, if he's somebody that Bill Schmidt drafted originally and he's been gone to another team, Bill Schmidt will take him back, right? Yeah. Austin Goodell, he's looking back. He, he drafted Gabe Blaze and he'll take him back. So right. I wouldn't be surprised if we do see a few trades like that, like the Austin Goodell returning kind of Yeah, trade. I mean, this is a team that doesn't I, – I think with Schmidt, with, with what he's done so far and the, the, the aggressive nature of the, the, you know, sign these guys to mm-hmm. extensions type thing um, between Crone uh, and, uh, and Senzatella, uh, that's a step in the right direction. Now comes a whole different thing. Now yep. comes the offseason where it's like free agency and trade – and I think that this is a team that we know is not going to spend big. It's going right. to, it may spend a little bit more than it spent, you know, <laughs> virtually nothing in the last right. few off seasons. So anything beyond that is, uh, is, is progress. But again, uh, Schmid has, this is going to, this off season is going to set the tone for the next few seasons because the new general manager, 
we're going to learn a lot about what Dick Monfort is willing to do and not willing to do and who he's willing to listen to and not listen to after this offseason. They're not necessarily rebuilding, but they're not a contender. Yeah, they they're won't kind of use somewhere that right word. in the middle. You're kind of in limbo. Um, yeah. So we don't really know what to expect. It's always a very precarious place to be right. in limbo because you can stay there forever. Yep, I would say Ben for a while. Hey, man, we're going to have to wrap this one up. Uh, appreciate it as always. It's been yeah. a, a good talk. I, I would hire Absolutely. you to be the GM. I'd hire you right now. Um, <laughs> well, I appreciate that, man. And, Thank and you. So uh, we'll see how things go, and we'll break this down in further as we go into the offseason. Yeah. But for now, we can just sit back and enjoy the great postseason action we're seeing. Um, yeah, absolutely. We got the Dodgers, Braves, Astros, Red Sox. I got. I still got the Astros. Uh, my Brewers crap. I got the Astros. I still got the Astros winning that one. I got Dodgers, um, Astros, Dodgers, and we're going to have again. that whole 2017 narrative yep. again. Yep. Uh, revenge uh-huh. and all that stuff. So we'll see. We'll talk about there that gonna be, there are going to be a lot of trash can signs. That's all. There are going to be a lot of trash can, you know, people with trash cans outside the yeah. ballpark banging yeah. with banging yeah. them with drums and things. When the like bus that. pulls in, and we try to, yeah, yeah, uh, at Dodger Stadium. People forget the Astros did better on the road this year than they did at home. So I think that, yeah. that whole thing's t- over, over and done with. But if the Astros win a, win the World Series, man, I mean, I'll be happy for Dusty first of all. But I think that you know, for them. It's just gonna. It's gonna. There's. There's the other side of the coin. It's a lot of validation that they yep. are a. They are a great team. So. We'll talk about that next time. Yep. Thanks, man. Sounds good. All right. See you next you time. Later. There goes Manny Randawa. It's been the Rock Park Adjusted Rockies podcast. We'll see you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.